G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. And as we delve into this week's topic, a reminder that some of the content may be of a sensitive nature. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Hi, welcome to Momentum. Dez here, and Tim is still away on his honeymoon. We're continuing on our discussion with uh, Sam Childers, who we spoke to last week, and he is the machine gun preacher. And so it's great to have him back. We didn't cover anywhere near what we wanted to, and so we're doing a second show. So in this show, and first let me say, uh, the website is mgpworldtour.com. And so go on there if you want to link in with what Sam's doing in Australia, because I think he arrives this weekend or in the next few days anyway. So it's really fantastic. Sam, just talk about the mission. I mean, your mission that you're involved with in in Sudan and and East Africa. Can you give us some more detail about what you do? What does it look like? You know, the the missions have really grew over the years, you know. Now there's and and please don't get me wrong. I don't want to get a lot of emails where people disagree with me, but I believe if you're just going to go to some countries, not all, some countries, and think you're just teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, don't come to East Africa. They already know Jesus Christ. I believe if you want to change a nation, you change a nation through creating jobs. That's what Uganda really needs right now. How can you go to a country and say, I'm going to teach people how to pray when they'll pray for six hours? Come on, Americans. I don't know how Australians are. (laughs) Americans aren't going to go to church for six hours. They don't want to go for 45 minutes, you know. (laughs) So one of our big things that we do is we create jobs. You know, we're very big into businesses. We have a commercial farm. Our farm in northern Uganda is a farm that we give away all the things that we grow. And we're not talking about a little farm. You got to remember, God won't give you any more than you can handle. (laughs) And so many times people say, well, God only gives me a little bit. That's because that's all you can handle. Mm. But this year alone, we for the last five years, we gave away our main harvest gave it away to starving, hurting people. This year, we gave away over 90 ton of rice. So we're not talking about feeding people for one day. But when you give them food for three months and four months ration of food, that's changing a nation. When you're creating jobs for people, that's changing a nation. When you're teaching a skill and a trade, that's changing a nation. Right now, with all the businesses we have, we have a we have a uh, one of the largest American style truck stops in all of East Africa. We have it. We call it a one stop shop, <laughs> and you can see it on Facebook. We have a supermarket. We we even have a bank branch there. We do Western Union. We do Airtel money, mobile money. We have a tire shop. We have an auto mechanic shop. We have a welding shop, a paint shop. Uh, 
we have a restaurant, we have four grades of hotels. So we do it all. So we create jobs. Fantastic. I run one of the top 10 security companies. Right now, we work over 600 people a day. Wow. Our goal is by the end of this year to hit 700 people. We're creating jobs. We we don't want people to come to work for us and stay working for us. Now, the security company is different. You know, yeah. that's long term. But we want to teach you a skill and a trade that you can travel anywhere in East Africa and get an unbelievable job. You know, so what are we about? We're about teaching a skill and a trade that changes nations. And you got to remember our motive is still Jesus first. Yes. But if you really want to change a nation, create jobs. Yeah, and it changes the whole perspective of that family. It changes their motivation. It changes their self-esteem. It changes everything in their world. Absolutely. Not only can they look after themselves, but you know, at a personal level, it changes everything for them. On the nonprofit end, the charitable end, uh, we've built seven schools over the years. We have a project deep in the bush. Uh, we bought a whole town center, wow. but the town center is just like mud huts and <laughs> grass roofs, you know, yeah. but it's a town center where they have a marketplace and everything. We're building a big building there right now. It's just starting. So we're still looking for funding, but it's going to have a school five days a week will be school. Saturday will be a market day. Yeah. Sunday will be church. So the building it's like a community center, you know, in Australia, every village, every town has a community center. Mm. So we're building one of those right now. Our feeding programs right now, we're feeding over 10,000 meals a day, not people, meals a day. We're big into drilling wells. You know, if there's people out there that, that hears this, if you want to save a village, I challenge you, drill a well in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Most ministries in East Africa, you're not allowed to just go drill a well. You have to do it through the government. Right. We have been here so long. You know, we've been in Africa more than two and a half decades. Counting the years that I've been supporting work in Africa, uh, sending money to Africa, going, going, it's almost 30 years now. I mean, I started... In 92, when I gave my life to the Lord, the, the, the pastor that done that message was an African. Wow. So, I mean, since 92, we've been sowing money into Africa, you know. Yeah. So, we're very big into doing uh, wells. A new project that we have that nobody is doing because you can't really do it. You know, a lot of people, you got to go through the government because you've only been here maybe a few months, maybe a couple years. It's a big difference when you've been here over 25 years and you're known for helping people. We have a project called the Bush Kids Project. We go into the bush with a doctor, a nurse, security, and we take medicine to treat uh, uh, diarrhea or we bring medicine, malaria, and many other things. The last year, it got so big that the Ministry of Health is now sending people with us because they're lacking funds to go into the bush to give the polio vaccine, oh, right. the measles vaccine. So they're actually traveling with us. We go every month in the bush. We don't go into towns. 
We don't go into villages that got power. We go deep into the bush. We just recently done one that Kevin Evans was along. He'll be showing some videos of it. We were almost four miles off a highway or not a highway, a broken down paved road, four miles in. All right. We were on a little road. You couldn't pass if another car came. I mean, it was barely enough for one car to get down. Mm. But we treated that day or the normal Bush Kids Project, we treat over 200 children. Wow. But we deworm everybody in the village. The project has got so big, now we're treating the elderly now. Wow. So the project keeps growing and growing. Wow. And so how do you, how do, I mean, obviously you're in a speaking tour and that's going to help. But how do you fund all the you know, ministry work that you do? You know, I speak around the world, okay? So I do very well around the world. Uh, we don't ever charge a fee. Uh, the ministry asks for a love offering after I speak. Uh, we have a lot of people that hear me from radio, TV, whatever. Maybe they watch the movie Machine Gun Preacher. They Google, you know, they send a donation. But all the businesses we have, I have a motorcycle shop in America. I build custom motorcycles. We sell all the motorcycle gear. So we 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 get support from it. Uh, the thing that really does well for us is we we have a security company, and it really does well. None of the money that we make goes to personal use. It all sewing back into the ministry. If you look at our feeding programs, I mean, if you drill a well in Africa, a deep well, it runs almost $10,000, you know, so we have drilled more than 50 wells over the years. We've repaired about 50 wells over the years. So you're talking right there, repairing wells, drilling wells. You're talking three quarters of a million to a million U.S. dollars. I mean, it's amazing the impact of something like that, like building a well in a community. I mean, that would change everything for them, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And the biggest thing is the wells or the Bush Kids Project, we have what what I call runners that work for us. And these runners will go around in the village yeah. And they looked for where people's dying of bad water from shallow wells. It's full of bacteria and parasites. Yeah. They look for villages where children, uh, fresh graves of children oh. are dying of uh, bacteria, infections, malaria. You know, yeah. I, I don't know the newest statistics, but if you Google the statistics on children dying of malaria, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of children every year die of malaria. Some of the statistics are every two minutes a child dies, not grown up, a child dies, malaria. And and the impact of that on that family group is bound to be devastating. I mean, it, it just, or do they, do they sort of take it for granted or how do they rationalize that environment for them? No, I think I think the biggest thing is, you know, when it's normal, you know, when you're here in Africa and most countries in Africa uh, and you're in the bush, you're in the villages, you know, it's normal. People die of malaria. So they just they're able to handle it, you know. Yeah. And I believe that even us as Americans, you know, I don't know Australians, but us as Americans we we accept it and we really don't do a whole lot about it because we know it's their normal. 
Yes. But see, God don't want us to be normal. He wants us to be abnormal. Absolutely. And when we're abnormal, when we're not normal, what does that make us? Somebody that wants to do something about it. Yeah, that's great. That's really cool. We're talking with Sam Childers, the machine gun preacher. It's uh, really great to have this conversation. And it's great that you're so open and raw about you know the world that you live in in Africa. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Meantime, have a look at our website, MomentumAustralia.org, and give us some feedback. Have a look at our podcast. And don't forget the care line, 1-800-000-MEN. And don't forget... Sam's website for the tour, mgpworldtour.com. We'll be back with you shortly. This is Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Well, welcome back to the second half of this show. We're talking with Sam Childers, the machine gun preacher. I love that term. I think it's just it's just so, so cool. And people who say that God doesn't have a sense of humor, I think, so miss the point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so welcome back. So one of the things we want to talk about, Sam, in the last part of the show, well, before we get to your tour, because we want to talk about, if men who are listening decide that they would like to somehow get involved practically. Now, we've talked about the financial side. Yeah. Um, how would they go about helping your ministry? I think for men that are searching, even though God don't want you to be a missionary, even though God don't want you to come to Africa and live in Africa, I believe there's a lot of men out there that's hoping to hear from God. And sometimes in the life where we're at, where we're living, the rat race we're in, the every the fast pace that we're living, sometimes it's hard for us to hear from God. Yes, true. I challenge men that are in that position, come on a mission trip to Africa because there's just something about being in Africa where everything slows down. You don't have the TV. Some of the areas we go to don't have the internet. Yeah. So all of a sudden you find yourself in alone time, especially in the evenings or at night, to where you can hear from God. Your mind is shutting down to where you're ready to hear from God what he has for you. So you can go on a mission trip. You can contact our office, uh, Angels of East Africa, Machine Gun Preacher. If you just Google Machine Gun Preacher on the internet, on Google, you can contact our office in America that's the beginning of setting you up to go on a mission trip. We, Because of COVID, we started back with two mission trips a year. Now we're going back to three mission trips a year. Right. So you'll be on a mission trip with people from around the world, from Europe, from Australia, from America. So you're going to meet other people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find out that other people around the world are dealing with the same problems that you are. <laughs> That's right. And on that mission trip, it just draws you closer to God. And what does the Bible say? If we draw close to God, he does what? He draws close to us. 
Yeah, that's right. So good. So how long would that mission trip last for? The normal mission trip is 19 to 21 days. Sometimes they're even 18 to 21 days. So they're two and a half to three weeks long. What our office does, they charge you one fee. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'll come and I'll pay for this. I'll pay. No, we don't even allow you to do that. We've had so many people. I've been here over two and a half decades. So you have people that get here and they say, oh, I didn't bring enough money. You know, you don't use credit card and debit (laughs) card here. Like, you know, so what our office does, we charge you one fee. So by the time your feet hit Africa, we pay for your visas, we pay for your food, we pay for your bottled water, we pay for your candy bar, we pay for everything. So when your feet hit Africa, you don't have to pay for anything. Hotel room, a room to sleep in, we pay everything. Wow. The average trip, you know, you got to remember, this is your airfare. Now, if you're in Europe, it can be a lot cheaper, okay? But Australia and America is usually around the same fee. It can cost from $4,500 U.S. dollars up to $5,000 U.S. dollars. And plane fares right now are on the rise a little bit. Yeah, but it's amazing, amazing trip. If you contact the office, they will give you ideas how to raise money. Not too many people, unless you are a businessman or a man that's a little wealthy, not too many people pays for their own trip. Our office will give you ways to raise the money, and it's easier than you think to raise the money for a mission trip. Yeah, and, and you know, if God's in it, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find the funds for it. Absolutely, and usually the average person going on a trip can raise their money in three months. Wow. Three months they raise wow. that money. Yeah. So let's say you know I was I, I signed up to go on the, a mission trip, and you know and, and I'm excited about it. Tell me how I maybe it's hard to do, but can you tell me what I would expect to look like at the end of the trip? You know, from a perspective point of view, you know, my perspective would certainly have changed. How would it have changed? I believe that every everybody should be involved in missions. Yes. But where does missions start? Mission starts in your own community. Yeah. Mission starts in your hometown. Yeah. I believe that God's not going to use you abroad until you first learn how to do it in your hometown. Yeah. So, you know, when when people come on a mission trip and they hear me and they hear other people here and they hear what I just said, it blows them away because a lot of times people say, well, you mean it's not all about your missions? No. (laughs) If you don't fit into our missions, I believe you need to search for another mission. Yeah. Okay. And it, it begins at your hometown. Like I always tell people. People go to church and they say, you know, I just don't feel at home at my church. Find another church, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) find where God wants you and work it and use it and let God help you to keep growing. Yeah. And find a way of serving where you are. Yeah. And, And I believe that our trips are more about God speaking to you on the trip. We probably only have maybe one out of 50 that keeps returning to Africa. Good. So, yeah, so it's only like one out of 50 
that really get planted. Now, a lot of people, they go home and they say, Sam, I'll probably never come back here again, but we're going to support your efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people will say, we're going to tell all of our friends about your missions, you know. So, so people help that way. We had one lady that hooked us up with a donor that financed a whole school one time. Wow. She'll never come one trip. But yeah. to this day, she talks about our organization, you know. Yeah. So even though she would only hear one trip, she still supports the work we do in Africa. And, and you changed her life immensely. Absolutely. I mean, that's the key. That's the key, isn't it? They have a, you have a totally different perspective. I mean, your whole faith journey changes. Everything about you mm. would change if you did that. So we encourage any man who any man who's listening who's saying, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Hey, maybe this is an idea. <laughs> really, really, really. Yeah, it's really cool. So, Sam, talk about your tour to Australia. And, and I'm not going to go through all the list of places you I don't know how you do it, by the way. I don't know how you can speak in so many places. It's crazy. You know, I, I, loved, I love when I'm on a tour – if I'm going to work at the farm, I want to go work at the farm. Yeah. <clears throat> if I'm going to do security work, I want to go do security work. Yeah. If I'm going to preach, I want to go preach, you know, I, and I don't want to call it preach because I don't want to be a preacher. You know, I believe I'm a man that I believe I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah. That's what I truly want to yeah. do is I want to come with a message it's going to motivate you to get up and do something. Yes. So as I said, I believe mission work begins in your hometown. So I'm not coming to Australia to tell everyone, uh, give the organization money and then we can save more children. You'll have the opportunity to help angels of East Africa. Angels of East Africa is our organization, yeah. but it's all about motivating you to get up and do something in your own country, in your own town, your own community. And I believe it's through the message of hope. So that's what we mainly come with, the message of hope. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I, I just have loved the last two weeks of interviewing you and getting your perspective. It's It's been amazing. And I know that the guys listening will be you know, just in some ways in awe of what you've been able to do in your life. It's awesome. And it's a, a testimony to you and, and to our Lord that he's opened the opportunities for you. And you answered the call, man, and that's that's so important as men that we listen to the voice, you know, God's voice in our world. Yeah. And, and pay attention to it and do it. So it's been amazing. So, Sam, I just want to thank you for your time. Praise God. Uh, it's been great having you in the show. We, we, we really pray that your meetings will be so successful. Uh, for guys, again, if you want to find out where Sam's going to be, it's mgpworldtour.com. But just search for Machine Gun Preacher and you'll find it really easily. Sam, God bless you. Thank you for your time. And uh, I, I wish you, uh, hopefully we'll get to one of your shows when you're in New South Wales. Good, good. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum.